0: Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I was joined by Frank of R2 Logistics, an award-winning third-party provider offering industry-leading supply chain management services to shippers of all sizes. Frank and I talked all about the company what they do, overcoming challenges in the midst of disruption, and the importance of collaboration and visibility in supply chain. It was a great episode. I mean, I always love to talk about logistics, and with all of the challenges we have right now, we all need to be talking about it. So I hope you enjoyed the show, but remember, if you missed it, you can catch up over on Let's Talk Supply Chain.com, on our YouTube channel, or anywhere else that you subscribe. It was episode 251. And now a word from our sponsor. It's time to take control over your supply chain with Cavallo. Cavallo is a distribution management solutions provider founded by an experienced distributor who spent two decades perfecting and optimizing Cavallo's high-powered user-friendly software. Cavallo offers the ability to have complete control of your process with automated workflows that offer business rules and alert logic that will streamline your distribution operations. Leverage Cavallo's state-of-the-art business intelligent platform that provides real-time intelligence of your customers' orders, alerting you if they are out of compliance or even better, bringing awareness to areas in your business that are driving exceptional value. With a data-driven approach to supply chain management, Cavallo enables a network of cloud on-prem and integrated solutions that offer a path to excellence no matter where you are in your technical journey. For more information on how to accelerate growth with Cavallo's business intelligent platform and its game-changing distribution management software, visit Cavallo, C-A-V-A-L-L-O.com today. Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. So many things happening in the world right now which are affecting everyone's day-to-day in supply chain and still affecting supply. And so I just want to send some love and light to everyone out there, not only in supply chain, but everyone out there who is having to uh, deal with some of the challenges that are coming up on a day-to-day basis. So today I'm joined by a fast-growing startup offering machine-learned solutions for warehouse mobility operations, covering monitoring, dispatch, safety, and autonomy integration. Can you guess who it is? Well, I'll reveal it after our poll of the week. So the poll, we asked you, do you drink coffee? Very simple, very easy, but we wanted to know as supply chainers, do you drink coffee? So 83% of you said yes. 17% of you said no. But when I tell you these numbers, you've got to know that we had 962 votes in just one day for this particular poll. So we know that you liked this one. Audrey Ross says, specifically, espresso. I'm in supply chain, logistics, and customs. It is often a triple shot kind of day. And Joelle said amen to that. Kathleen, Nectar of the Gods, Heather Pittman, tea only. Joelle says, how many times can I vote? All the coffee, all the time. We also had Virgil, guilty with small kids, a new puppy, and trying to keep up with all the action in Freight Tech. I need a boost. I am right there with you, Virgil. And Ahmed, absolutely. Who doesn't drink coffee, especially when working in supply chain? Maria, love my coffee. Lindsay, there's people that don't drink coffee? that's concerning. Mike says, I don't want to give away my answer, but I'm not alone. And Gerish says, coffee is not brown water. I think that was a Ted Lasso reference. And I think when he was saying that on Ted Lasso, he was actually talking about tea. Well, thank you so much to everyone who um, came out. And commented or participated in our poll of the week. It's one of our favorite times of the week. We do it every single Wednesday morning. So thank you so much and come back and see what we've got for you next week. So now back to today's podcast and which exciting and innovative tech company is joining me today? Well, It's Motion2AI. Founded in 2018, Motion2AI is a fast-growing startup providing intelligent solutions for warehouse efficiency and safety. It offers AI platforms for warehouse mobility fleets, such as forklifts, carts, or robots, by providing services of safety, monitoring, optimization, and autonomy. And the ecosystem supports manned labor and robots seamlessly, providing practical and scalable solutions for warehouse operations. Today, Byung-Soo Kim, founder and CEO at Motion2AI joins me to chat all about the company, what they do, the benefits to be found in harnessing the power of AI within operations, and the relationship between people and technology. But before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about byung Byung Kim is a founder and CEO of Motion2AI, headquartered in Mountain View, California. Before founding Motion2AI, he worked for Zippy, which was acquired by GM Cruise, an autonomous last mile delivery robot company, and also for Dakarie, acquired by Snap, an AR headset company for the industrial space. He covered broad topics in machine learning, computer vision, and SLAM. He earned his PhD and master's in computer vision from the the University of Michigan in 2013, and a bachelor's from Case in 20, or 2008. He was a visiting scholar at Stanford in 2013. So welcome to the show, byung Yeah,
1: thank you, Sarah. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, thank, thank you for having me.
0: I am so excited to have you here. I mean, I've been talking about AI more and more over the last year or two, but recently I've had some guests on the show with some different opinions and insights as to the acceptance and uptake of AI within the industry. And so it's really made me think. And so I am really looking forward to getting your perscri- your perspective today. So let's just dive right in. Let's start by learning about your founder story. This question is quickly becoming one of my favorites because because the answers are always so inspiring. I mean, you've worked at a couple of fascinating high-tech brands before founding Motion2AI. What did you do? What did you learn? And how did you see a gap in the market? Take us on that journey.
1: Yeah, sure. So over the like more than last 10 years, uh, I've spent and then I've worked on applying the, the high technology into the industrial domain. Uh, such as augmented reality and autonomous driving uh, for example i've applied like augmented reality for the warehouse management or mm-hmm. for construction and yeah those the two startups i worked before yeah, they got acquired by snapchat and gm crew yeah which was kind of great exit and overall like, i i am like, always very excited about all new opportunities on the cross-section between those uh, cutting tech cutting edge technologies and the industrial domain and especially oh, what, I, what I'm super excited is about the, the uh, growth of the warehouse vehicle and then how technologies are getting more and more involved for those uh, material handling equipment. But at the same time, what I see is not every player, not every warehouse is taking advantages from those technologies. And right. actually, I'm very happy that I got Motion to AI, I, I can help and support them.
0: Absolutely. I mean warehousing is becoming you know really a strategic advantage in a lot of supply chains. Sometimes we can't find the real estate right now because e-commerce is growing so quickly and I think AI is quickly becoming a good solution to really be to help with that And so we're going to talk a little bit more as to how people can get started with that a lot a lot more quickly than I think they they think they can'. But before we move on, I want to just ask you about your experience as a startup. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about this quite often on my Woman in Supply Chain series because mm-hmm. women and other diverse voices, mm-hmm. they often struggle to achieve funding, for example. But mm-hmm. you've grown really quickly in under three years. What's your secret? How did you do it?
1: Uh, yeah, first of all, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and yeah, that's actually not a secret at all. So yeah, we are just having very strong team, like having the excellent background from like a top industry in engineering and logistics, uh, such as mm-hmm. Microsoft, Google, UPS, and DHL. Yeah, wow. we are just working together. Uh, at the same time, kind of, we are working together with many uh, excellent customers. Uh, some of them are kind of direct, direct warehouse operators. Some of them are 2PL, 3PL. And yeah, all of them, they are desperately looking for improving their productivity. So I think I think the quick answer is yeah we have a, the good technology yeah we we are working as excellent customer yeah that's pretty much it.
0: And I think also building the right team right you were talking mm-hmm. about the engineers from a variety of different backgrounds all bringing mm-hmm. sort of that those innovative perspectives.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Great. I love to hear that because team and culture are really the foundation to any great company. And so what is it exactly that Motion to AI does? How do you help your customers? Give us an overview before we take a, a little deeper dive.
1: Yeah, so we are providing very practical solutions with our AI technology. So specifically, we support data-driven warehouse management with our AI IoT sensor. Great. So we have the AI IoT sensor, which is called the Motion Kit. So it is camera-based edge sensor. And nice thing about it is it's a vehicle agnostic and then the environment agnostic. So in other words, you can uh, attach our sensor to any of your existing forklift or utility card. And we are taking care of the, the, all the rest of the challenges in terms of data-driven management, for mm-hmm. example, we just provide the WMS integration, and then we our AI module is giving the warehouse manager all the feedback and the suggestions to make their like a clever decision in terms of the daily operation and then further important decision-making. So customers are seeing the huge ROI in a very short buyback period, typically less than four to six months.
0: Wow, that's incredible. And I think, you know, one of the main things that you said there was really being able to make those clearer decisions, Mm -hmm. right? More Mm -hmm. smart decisions when it comes Mm -hmm. to warehousing. I mean, let's face it, when we take a look at a warehouse, there's lots of moving parts, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. There's lots of stuff coming in, there's Mm -hmm. lots of stuff going out, and Mm -hmm. there's a ton of activity happening in between. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it really is. Hard to keep on top of everything, including the data that you need to be able to make those those decisions. Mm-hmm. And so, but before I take, we take a closer look at your products and solutions. Can you talk us through kind of the main challenges that the companies you're working with are facing? Um, am I right in saying that there's three core ch- challenges? Why don't you talk us through those?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so. Data-driven management, yeah, as you can imagine, this is a super challenging problem.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, first of all, the size of the warehouse is a big challenge. So they are running a, the huge, spe- like a huge warehouses. Uh, sometimes it's, it's more than a million, two million square feet wide. Mm-hmm. And they are also working with many different types of like vehicle from different vendor. Uh, so communicating and collaborating between those different units, that's another challenge. Yeah, finally. Even if you are collecting the, all the data from those different equipment, it's unclear how, what, what is the best way we can apply those insights to the, your daily operation.
0: Right. Right. And you're right. I mean, one of the things that you just mentioned was that they could have a variety of different you know, products that they're using in the day-to-day from a variety of different vendors, right? And so how do you get them talking to each other? How do you get them collaborating? And how are you taking the data for e- from each one of those and accumulating them into um, a place where you can really see everything in real time, again, going back to making those smart decisions? Mm-hmm. So we have the context, right? The challenges mm-hmm. that the customers are going through I mean, that um, size challenge that you mentioned mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. a really big deal as mm-hmm. well. There's also a lot of people in a warehouse of that size as well. But you have um, three core products that make mm-hmm. up your Motion FMS fleet management service, which is mm-hmm. Motion Kit, Motion Studio, and Motion API. Can you talk us through each one of them? What do they do, and who are they for? What do they offer?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, before I jump into each individual component, so like I, I just want to kind of uh, remind that the challenge is really about the communication between all those different vehicles. And yeah. uh, what I'm uh, keep hearing from many many of our customers is that their existing warehouses are already running of tens of the like a, a traditional vehicles such as forklift and utility cars. And then, when they are trying to bring a new system, kind of new technology into the field, now they are struggling with the communication, communicating with the traditional vehicle and the system, as well as the, the communication between the traditional ones and the new ones. Right. So, that's why we are having this system, Motion Flip Management System and Motion Kit. So, Motion Kit is a really nice way. This is, a, I'm just saying again and again, this is a vehicle agnostic and then AI based. So it could be attached to any of your traditional vehicle. So it it suddenly turns your traditional vehicle into the digital connected devices hmm. on the system, so that it can keep communicating with our other robot. And our uh, motion kit is running on top of the camera based AI. So in other words, just like a human eyes, it is camera based camera based AI algorithm. So it provides. Very flexible application and the user experience based on your environment. So let's say uh, if your warehouse is running or uh, organizing your packages, products using the QR code, the same product, same motion kit can recognize its QR code. Uh, it understands what product you are currently handling and then how many you are moving from from here to there. And for the another warehouse, uh, who is using who is working with the, some different product. Which has a more like a unique pattern of its appearance, which doesn't have the typical the brown packaging for the product. The same camera with the flexible AI application, it's still working, and then it could take care of the, your inventory tracking application. So, in other words, this IoT sensor is great to give connectivity. Yeah, and then with the large the, the AI recognition capability. Uh, to be to collaborate with the other unit, uh, and so installation takes less than ten minutes per device. So it's also very easy to scale up. So wow. if you are having yeah forty of your traditional vehicle with ten AMR AGV, yeah it just takes a less than like, two three days for a whole installation, wow. and yeah that is about how we are connecting your traditional fleet with the kind of this uh, latest technology, and then now talking about uh, the visibility, so Motion Studio is really for that. So Motion Studio is a one-stop shop web portal, so it provides real-time visibility for tens of, and we are actually supporting one warehouse who is using 150 vehicle in a one single warehouse. Wow. So for hundreds of vehicles, you, uh, you can have a real-time uh, monitoring the visibility on a one single screen, and it is compatible with the other robot system also. So if you are a manager, you can uh, monitor and then you can collect all the data from different fleet of vehicle, yeah, in real time.
0: Amazing. So we're going to have a case study a little bit later mm-hmm. on in this discussion, but I want to ask you, so if I have a fleet of four forklifts that really aren't digital, right? Because at the end of the day, when you're looking at new technologies and you're looking at implementing, um, you don't want to have to implement new across the board, which is what you're talking about. You can work (laughs) with the vehicles that they already have. So let's take a traditional forklift. So I'm a warehouse that works with traditional forklifts. What exactly... Or where would somebody start with your technology? Where would you suggest somebody starts with your technology when they are when they have traditional forklifts, turning those into a digital mm-hmm. commodity, where I can create and collect mm-hmm. data?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we have like extensive experience working with many different warehouses in different uh, different environment. So depending on your scenario, we have motion kit. Uh, available in many different some options in terms of connectivity, in terms of network, in terms of the how to use the battery. So, if you are, for example, depending wh- whether you are, your your uh, forklifts are under the rental or lease, we have a flexible model. So we can okay. connect the power source from the forklift and connect the motion kit in that way. You don't need to replace the battery every day. Or yeah. some warehouses. We also have a very modular version, so you can in the in the beginning of the day, you just uh, put a motion kit on on the vehicle, any vehicle you want, and then at the end of the day, you just put it back to the charging station, and the batteries. So this is power efficient enough, so battery lasts for a whole day long. So you just need to replace it just once a day. Oh
0: so great! That is, yeah. So
1: in terms of installation, that's that easy, and we also go through the like a WMS integration and then the insight discovery together with customer. But uh, overall, it takes just less than you know, four to six weeks.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, no, I like to hear that, right? You can just go over, grab something, stick it on, mm-hmm. and then instantly you have yeah. that that mm-hmm. kind of uh, digital option that people are, are looking for. And... Um, And these products really do bring so many benefits. I mean, I'm amazed at how many areas of business they touch, from warehouse to quality assurance to HR. And there's a few things I want to highlight that tie into the trends that I know the listeners are particularly interested in right now. So the first is around infrastructure and integration, because they are big worries for businesses. They're thinking, you know, cost impact, time impact. But you say that with Motion to AI, unlike other competing technologies, expense infrastructure is just not necessary. So walk us through what that looks like. I mean, you said six weeks from maybe start to mm-hmm. full integration, mm-hmm. um, but tell us about what that actually looks like. Does it? Is it a big cost? Is it a big time factor? Um, talk us through that.
1: Yeah. So we we never ask customer to stop their daily operation. So that's really okay. like a big plus for our installation process. So for the week one what we do is uh, our engineer visit customer site and we mm-hmm. have a, the, our proprietary 3d scanning uh, backpack so oh. if you think about kind of Google Street View or Pokemon go yeah it just look like that but it's nice. kind of specialized uh, in terms of creating digital twin of your warehouse in a day or two I mean for a really huge warehouse yeah so once you've I uh, have the 3D digital twin of the warehouse. The installation for each motion kit just takes less than uh, like a 10 minute per each vehicle, mm-hmm. and yeah, as Sarah as, as you highlighted, we are not installing any wired infra- wired beacons on your infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So in terms of cost saving, that's like a 10x, 50x cheaper than other competing like a positioning technology for the warehouses
0: amazing. I mean, you got me at 3D backpack. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want to see that thing in motion and then see the digital twin of my warehouse. I mean, that alone is just, you know, the first step in the benefits that they're going to see with working with you. But you mentioned the word visibility early on, right? Mm -hmm. It's so key. And I've had a few guests recently who have really brought to life the huge impact that increased visibility can have on cost, Mm -hmm. spoilage, damages, inventory. Mm -hmm. How does your solution help? And what's your take on visibility right now? And, you know, are businesses realizing it's much more than just a buzzword? Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, that reminds me like how I met this, let's talk about supply chain. Actually, uh, I met uh, Sarah from the conference while she was talking about the visibility. So yeah, visibility is really important for your warehouse operation. And uh, we So two key, most important thing I would imagine is the productivity and safety. So using motion test solution, when there is an accident or damage on a product, uh, mm-hmm. warehouse manager, they can always pull the video data at any specific location for certain vehicle, certain time window right. using our solution and user interface. On the other end, for productivity purpose, we are actually using the entire data we collected from MotionKit as a training data for making prediction for the, yeah. the new transaction task. So when it becomes the real-time, now we have two metrics. So one prediction we built, we, the machine learning predicted on top of the historical data we collected before. And then on the other end, we have a real-time sensor data. We are kind of uh, getting in real-time through the motion kit. So by comparing the baseline from machine learning and the real-time data from the sensor, we are telling the warehouse operator, yeah, whether your transactions, your uh, daily tasks are on track or things are delayed, yeah, here are the, some specific things you'd you better to take a look. So it's really becoming a warehouse uh, managing assistance.
0: Yeah, and you can predict, you can see what's happening. You don't have to go and scroll through hours and hours of video. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of at your at your fingertips. And of course, I think I need to pick your brains around AI because mm-hmm. it's very quickly growing in importance, but I think there's still a lot of misunderstandings mm-hmm. and maybe often incorrect assumptions <laughs> around it. So let's start with the relationship between people and AI because it's mm-hmm. a big one, right? People are yeah. worried about job loss. Uh-huh. People still have an image of the Terminator. In the back of their minds. <laughs> so, talk to us about the balance between the two the reality versus the assumption, and how you're pulling everything together at Motion 2 AI.
1: Yeah, that's always a very interesting topic. So, uh, one thing okay, we keep uh, hearing from our customer, like a general manager set aside, the decision maker, is that uh, they're saying our solution is saving their time. So if you talk to like a site manager or the decision maker of 2PL, 3PL companies, yeah, they are wasting lots of their time to walk around their huge warehouse and reading the, all those meters on the, the equipment. And uh, they are kind of uh, filling in all the missing data on the system, or they are kind of talking and discussing with their worker to understand their progress. Sometimes they are bringing their cell phone to take photos for the packages Mm -hmm. or facility. So our solution is automating many of those tedious steps and help those manager spend their time on more valuable, meaningful tasks, such as deriving insight or applying those insights to the real application. So yeah, I I would say this is more like assisting those people rather than, yeah, the competing against or yeah, like replacing human.
0: Yeah, and just making their lives just that little bit easier, so that mm-hmm. they can do the parts of their job that they really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. and I think you know the second point i wanted to look at was the acceptance of an investment <laughs> in ai versus the hype i mean you know a lot of times when we hear about ai it's about you know chasing that shiny <laughs> coin <laughs> so what's your view of the real picture of ai and supply chain in 2022 are people talking about it are they putting their money where their mouth is are they investing in it are they excited about it what's what's kind of your take on this
1: yeah so there is a good analogy of AI to the like a uh, industrial revolution, right? So, industrial revolution uh, on on the one hand, it sometimes replaced the human labor, but on the other end, it made like a uh, the life of hu- the, the the human being much better, much more convenient. So, uh, just like my answer to the previous question, uh, AI has many different aspects. So it's so AI is really nice tool we can use. It's not all just about automation. How we are using AI is for data collection and then help our people, our customer to make it easier to discover the insights from the warehouse operation. And yeah, all those many different applications and what are the kind of further applications we can apply AI? Yeah, those are all inter- interesting topics from the AI technology perspective. So I think like a uh, yeah, we are in the year of 2022, so year 2022, 2023. Yeah, we will see actually more number of very interesting applications uh, who are making work practical impact to the warehouse operation and automation immediately.
0: Hmm. Well, it's definitely something to look forward to and watch as you move into the future with Motion to AI. But I want to ask you, who's your ideal client profile? Like, who's your ideal client? If I'm listening to this and I'm thinking that this all yeah. sounds so exciting yeah. and right for me and my organization, who mm-hmm. am I? What do I look like?
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, for, for anyone like who is listening to this podcast, yeah, if you are running warehouses with tens of material handling equipment, like a, like a forklift or utility card, yeah, just send me an email. Yeah, there's a huge productivity improvement in a short buyback period that we can provide. Absolutely. Or, yeah, yeah Or like if your warehouse is mixed with many different forklift with robots on top of it, yeah, we also provide a solution for safety and productivity. Yeah, so this is a vehicle agnostic, like environment agnostic. I, I keep repeating this part.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, if you're working with a variety of different vehicles, right? Mm-hmm, From the traditional right. to the robots, and you want them all to work together, kind of sing together, mm-hmm. right? Provide mm-hmm. data together, mm-hmm. then they definitely want to pick up the phone and call mm-hmm. you. So I did promise everybody a case study. Um, mm-hmm. And you have some numbers on your website, the mm-hmm. percentage mm-hmm. of operational costs saved, mm-hmm. for example, which we always love. Mm-hmm. So bring this to life for us and give us a look at how you've worked with one of your customers. What was mm-hmm. the challenge that they came to you with? Which product were they working with and what was the impact or ROI of that solution
1: yeah so the many of the challenges are like I mentioned earlier so they are having a huge warehouses and while from the technology from the, the cutting edge technology and from the market there are some automated solutions for certain area of the warehouses but many of the other areas such as the warehouses dealing with the, the bulky packages, the warehouse for cross docking, Yeah, they are currently a uh, lack of the, the right technology they can use immediately. So mm-hmm. we are uh, solving those challenges together with our customer. Mm-hmm. And uh, interestingly, customers are like, uh, taking advantage in terms of ROI in a very short uh, time period, uh, partly because our pricing model is very flexible and cost-efficient. So basically, okay. this is subscription-based model, and okay. some of detail in terms of pricing, yeah. Of course, it depends on some good uh, environment a little bit, and then the order of the volume. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, it is still very cost-efficient compared to any other any other technical technical solutions in the field. And yeah, again, the ROI, we uh, are customers are meeting somewhere between three hundred to seven hundred percent in a very short, like less than six months period.
0: Wow, those are huge numbers. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, really, really
0: big, and I think the audience is going to love to hear that. Mm-hmm. You're going to get your phone's going to be ringing off the hook. <laughs> yeah, so, sure. finally, then, what does the future hold for motion to AI and for the role of AI in the industry as we move forward?
1: Yeah, so as you can see, we have three core components, and then those core components are really focusing on extracting data and then provide the practical suggestions to the the managers and then decision maker. However, all those products are built on top of our uh, the core AI module for positioning, perception, and optimization. And these technologies are actually not just limited to those like consulting or insight discovery applications. So uh, we are actually very excited. And then we are planning many interesting products in the near future for other domain and for more uh, different types of customer in logistics.
0: Fascinating. Well, you know, we do talk about AI on the show, but we've talked to a lot of companies who have it as a part of their solution or use it heavily within data and forecasting. We really haven't had very many guests who really specialize wholly in AI and put it to work in the heart of operations. I've really seen a new perspective today, and I've enjoyed diving into this growing, complex, and sometimes misunderstood trend. You know, I feel excited, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the team at Motion Two AI continues to drive these innovations forward into the future and into the future of supply chain. If you want to find out more, you can check them out over at motion2ai.com. A massive thanks to byung for joining me today and to the team at Motion Two AI for making this episode happen. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Pop quiz. What inventory does your business have on hand? How
0: much? Where? How fast is it turning? Who's using it? And why? If you can't answer those questions, your supply chain may be in the dark. It's time to get more visibility. Fastenal can help with technology solutions to locate products, monitor inventory, track assets, and control consumables. If you would like to hear more, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to our YouTube channel or our website, letstalksupplychain.com, and you can use our search filter. If you are having a challenge in supply chain, we have most likely had the solution to your challenge on the show. So make sure to use that search filter and uh, put in your challenge and our um, episodes with those solutions will come up. And remember to come back next week and I'll be talking to Joseph from Xenov BPO all about outsourcing. Yes, we've got lots of gaps in knowledge happening right now with the baby boomers leaving the industry. And I think you're going to want to tune in and find out how you can use outsourcing to your benefit. You're not going to want to miss that. And if you enjoy our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us, follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're also on Clubhouse and TikTok. You can join our newsletter by subscribing at letstalksupplychain.com. And you can not miss one of our podcasts, live shows. We have so much great content over on the Let's Talk Supply Chain YouTube page. So go and subscribe there as well. Plus, you can visit Blended on LinkedIn. That is our new nonprofit. So we've got the Blended podcast, but now we've got the Blended pledge, where we are going to be giving away grants to diverse voices so they can say yes to speaking engagements. So please head over to the Blended page on LinkedIn. We have a GoFundMe for individuals that want to help us make an impact. We also have a uh, corporate sponsorship package if you'd like to reach out to us, it's listener at letstalksupplychain.com and let's get those external diversity and inclusion initiatives going. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. And remember, if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, go to Apple Podcasts and and rate and review the show.